Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. Job chapter 36. Elihu continues. Elihu also proceeded and said, Wait for me a little, and I shall show you that I have yet to speak on God's behalf. I shall fetch my knowledge from afar and will ascribe righteousness to my maker. For truly my words will not be false. He that is perfect in knowledge is with you. Behold, God is mighty and does not despise anyone. He is mighty in strength of heart. He does not preserve the life of the wicked, but gives right to the poor. He does not withdraw his eyes from the righteous, but with kings on the throne. Yes, he does establish them forever, and they will be exalted. And they, and if they are bound in fetters, held in cords of affliction, then he shows them with then he shows them their work and their transgressions that they have exceeded and also opens their ear to discipline and commands that they return from wickedness. If they obey and serve him, they will spend their days in good and their years in pleasures. But if they do not obey, they will perish by the sword and they will die without knowledge. But the hypocrites in heart provoke wrath. They do not call to him when he binds them. They die in youth, and their life is like that of the prostitutes. He delivers the poor in his affliction and opens their ears in oppression. Even so, he would have removed you out of the strait into a broad place where there are no restraints, and that which should be set on your table should be full of fatness. But you have fulfilled the judgment of the wicked. Judgment and justice take hold of you. Because there is wrath, beware, lest he take you away with his stroke. Then a great ransom cannot deliver you. Will he esteem your riches? No, not gold ore, nor all the forces of strength. Do not desire the night when peoples go up to their places. Be on guard. Do not turn to wickedness. For you have chosen this rather than affliction. Behold, God exalts by his power. Who is a teacher like him? Who has enjoyed, who has enjoined him his way? Or who can say, you have wrought injustice? Remember that you magnify his work, which men behold. Every man may see it. Man may behold it afar off. Behold, God is great, and we do not know him. Neither can the number of his years be searched out. When he draws up drops of water, and they trickle through as rain, according to its vapor, which the clouds do drop and distill upon the multitude of men. Also, can anyone understand the spreadings of the clouds, or the noise of his sukkah? Behold, he spreads his light upon it, and covers the bottom of the sea. For by them he judges the people. He gives food in abundance. He covers his hand with lightning and commands it against the adversary. 
its noise shows concerning it the burning of wrath in the clouds that rises. My heart also trembles at this and is moved out of its place. Hear attentively the sound of his voice and the sound that goes out of his mouth. He directs it under the whole heaven and is lightning to the ends of the earth. After it, a voice roars. He thunders with the sound of his excellency, and he will not hold them back when his voice is heard. God thunders marvelously with his voice. He does great things which we cannot comprehend. For he says to the snow, be on the earth. He says likewise to the small rain and to the great rain of his strength. He seals up the hand of every man so all men can know his work. Then the beasts go into dens and remain in their places. The storm comes out of the chambers of the south and cold out of the constellations of the north. By the breath of God, ice is given and the broad waters become a solid mass. Also, by watering, he loads the thick clouds and he scatters the cloud of his light and it is turned around by his counsel so that so they can do whatever he commands them upon the face of the world in the earth. He causes it to come, whether for correction or for his land or for loving kindness. Listen to this, O Job. Stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. Do you know when God disposed them and caused the light of his cloud to shine? Do you know the balancings of the clouds? the wondrous works of him who is perfect in knowledge how your garments are warm when he quiets the when he quiets the earth by the south wind have you spread out the sky which is strong like a molten looking glass with him teach us what we will say to him for we cannot order our speech by reason of darkness will it be told to him that i speak if a man speaks surely he will perish and now People do not see the bright light, which is in the clouds, but the wind passes and cleanses them. Out of the north comes golden splendor, with God is awesome majesty. Touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is excellent in power and in justice and in plenty of acts of loving kindness. He will not afflict. Men do therefore revere him. He respects not any who are wise in heart. Chapter 38. Then Yahweh answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Now gird up your loins like a man, for I shall demand of you, and you answer me. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if you have understanding. Who has laid its measures, if you know? Or who has stretched the line upon it? Where are its foundations fastened? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Or who shut up the sea with its doors when it broke forth as if it had issued out of the womb? When I made the cloud its garment, thick darkness, a swaddling band for it, and appointed for it my limit, and set bars and doors, and said, 
you will come here but no further, and here your proud waves will be stayed? Have you commanded the morning since your days, causing the day spring to know its place, so it might take hold of the ends of the earth, so the wicked could be shaken out of it? It is changed as sealing clay, and all things stand as in splendid attire, and their light is withheld from the wicked, and the high arm will be broken. Have you entered the springs of the sea, or have you walked in the search of the depth? Have the gates of death been opened for you, or have you seen the doors of the shadow of death? Have you perceived the breadth of the earth? Declare it if you know it all. Where is the path where light dwells? And as for darkness, where is its place? So you should take it to its boundary, and that you should know the paths to its house. Did you know when you were born, or that the number of your days would be great? Have you entered the treasures of the snow, or have you seen the treasures of the hail, which I have reserved against the time of trouble, against the day of battle and war? By what way is the light parted, scattering the east wind over the earth? Who has divided the watercourse for the overflowing of waters, or a way for the lightning of thunder, to cause it to rain on the earth, where no man is, on the wilderness, where there's not a person, to satisfy the desolate and waste ground, and to cause the bud of the tender herb to spring forth? Has the rain a father? Or who has begotten the drops of dew? Out of whose womb did the ice come, and the hoary frost of heaven? Who has gendered it? The waters are hidden as a stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. Can you bind the fetters of the Pleiades, or loose the bands of Orion? Can you bring forth the constellations in their seasons, or can you guide the bear with her sons? Do you know the ordinances of heaven? Can you set its dominion in the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds so an abundance of waters will cover you? Can you send lightnings so they can go and say to you, here we are? Who has put wisdom in the inward parts? Or who has given understanding to the heart? Who can number the clouds in wisdom? Or who can incline the bottles of heaven when the dust thickens into a mass and the clouds cleave fast together? Will you hunt the prey for the lioness or satisfy the hunger of the young lions when they crouch in their dens, staying in the covert to lie in wait? Who provides its food to the raven when its young ones cry to God and wander for lack of food? Do you know the time when the wild goats of the rock bring forth? Can you mark when the deer deliver? Can you number the mouths that they fulfill? Or do you know the time when they bring forth? They crouch and bring forth their young ones. They cast out their shadows. Their young ones become strong. They grow up in the open field. They go forth and do not return to them. Who has sent out the wild donkey free? Or who has loosed the bands of the wild donkey, whose house I have made in the wilderness and the salt land its dwellings? It scorns the multitude of the city. Neither does it regard the cry of the driver. What it seeks out in the mountains is its pasture, and it searches after every green thing. Will the wild ox be willing to serve you or stay by your crib? Can you bind the wild ox with its band in the furrow 
Or will it harrow the valleys after you? Will you trust it because its strength is great? Or will you leave your labor to it? Will you believe it that it will bring home your seed and gather it into your barn? The wing of the ostrich exalts, but are her opinions and feathers like the kindly storks? For she, the ostrich, leaves her eggs in the earth and warms them in dust. And forgets that the foot may crush them, or that the wild beast may break them. She is hardened against her young ones, as though they were not hers. Her labor is in vain without fear, because God has deprived her of wisdom. Neither has he imparted understanding to her. When she lifts herself up on high, she scorns the horse and its rider. Have you given the horse strength? Have you clothed its neck with a waving mane? Can you make him leap like a locust? The glory of his snorting is terrifying. He paws in the valley and rejoices in his strength. He goes on to meet the armed men. He mocks at fear and does not tremble. Neither does he turn back from the sword. The quiver rattles over him, the glistening spear and the javelin. He swallows the ground with fierceness and rage. Neither does he believe that it is the sound of the horn. He says at the horn, ha ha, and he smells the battle afar off the thunder of the captains and the shouting. Does the hawk fly by your wisdom and stretch its wings toward the south? Does the eagle mount up at your command and make its nest on high? It dwells and abides on the rock upon the crag of the rock and the strong place. From there it seeks the prey and its eyes behold afar off. Its young ones also suck up blood and where the slain are, there it is. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the Word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may His light shine upon you.